This week on Jesus Center Stage, we introduce a new feature that we're calling Unscripted. We discuss the ongoing fuel shortage, the fear that it brings, and overcoming that fear by keeping Jesus Center Stage in your life. All right, we're back again. Once again, I should say. Um, a lot's been going on this week, but I wanted to start real quickly this week that uh, to let our listeners and our, our viewers know Jesus Center Stage has started a brand new um, segment, feature, whatever we're calling that. Um, <laughs> Unscripted is the name of it. And I'm going to let you kind of give a description uh, of, I'm doing an unscripted right now. Um, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot to, to give a description of what they can find on our Facebook page at Jesus Center Stage and also coming soon to our YouTube page at Jesus Center Stage. So we had this idea for unscripted to kind of catch each other off guard and put each other on the spot for off-the-cuff sermons or sermon illustrations. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be really short. Um, some of them will be from a random scripture verse, and some of them will be from a random object. We'll pick a random thing and catch the other one off guard, hand it to them and say, here, preach me a sermon on this. So um, we did the first, we recorded the first unscripted last night, and Shane brought me something to preach on that was very difficult, um, but I managed. You done it somehow. Yeah. So because well, because you started out with something so difficult, I have picked out something great for your first unscripted episode. So well, yeah, first it's, of all, I want to say on. I didn't think it was that difficult of an object. You have yet to give me something different than what I did. Okay, but still, it wasn't that difficult. It was difficult. And I want to remind you, the the one of the things is here to um, bring Jesus center stage. So you're going to give me something so difficult that I'm just going to sit there and stare at it and think, I don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, so that'll be my video. <laughs> is It'll be like um, anywhere from 60 to 90 seconds of me <laughs> staring at an object saying, I do not know what to do with this object. Um, I don't might, know how I can relate this. You might surprise me. No, it's, I have it's, been thinking about it for like 24 hours now, though, <laughs> and I still have not come up with a great sermon illustration for it. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, something to look I mean, forward I, to. I mean, I've, I've, you know, kind of, but not like a good one. Yeah. You know, like like it's a it's a far-reach mm -hmm. one, you know? And so. I, yeah, so uh, just kind of the recap, though, we... We're going. We're, we don't know what it's going to be, and for the most part, don't know when when this is going to to take place. You know, um, you might say sometime today. You better be ready, or mm -hmm. uh, sometime this week. But we'll never know the content. Yeah, and I had some because we do have one on Facebook right now uh, at Jesus Center Stage, um, the one we was just talking about. Uh, but I had someone ask me today uh, if if this was going to be a daily thing or. All right, and I told them we'd probably try to do at least uh, one to two a week. Uh, I think is is good. We don't want to, you know, over. We're gonna have to get in the it, habit. I think yeah. once we get in the habit, yeah. then we'll have. But I, I like we'll we'll recognize the opportunity. Oh, I could do this right now. Yeah, because you, know? you know, like so. we've talked before, it doesn't matter. Uh, of course, we was at home yesterday, 
Um, but it doesn't matter if you're going in, coming out of a restaurant. If when if something catches your eye and you and you just want to reach over, grab it, and then say, mm-hmm. "Hey, give yep. me a sermon illustration." We're going to try to keep them under two minutes, and uh, and some even shorter if we, uh, you know, put them onto TikTok because it's usually like a sixty second. Um, limit but most <laughs> of them will be, be your first episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah 60 seconds of silence um yeah so anyway go check that out uh it's on facebook page uh jesus center stage and um i mentioned while ago youtube we're going to add these to youtube and i did have some questions this week also because the podcast has been pretty sporadic on youtube and we've had such a hard time getting videos to upload uh, we was using our phones to record, and there were some problems there. Went and bought a brand-new camera to record with. Very excited. Then we found out it has a time limit of how long it will record a video, uh, and it's hard to get a whole podcast into that that time frame. So we're we're working on what are we going to do. Are we going to maybe put segments on there, little short segments of the podcast. Uh, but we're going to do the things... Um, like the uh, unscripted um, things, they will definitely be on there because they're just a, a couple of minutes long. Speaking of unscripted, I, this is remember when I called you on my way home mm-hmm. and I said there's like three things I was going to tell you about. One of those things was we need to get back to that giveaway that we talked about. Yes, we do. We well, I was kind of waiting until after Easter to let everything settle down, and now here it's I, like I ain't a even month later. Yeah. So I've been thinking we need to. Um, have a have a little like a listener who shares who like gets somebody else to listen mm-hmm. and then if that's like we need to have a way to to track it yeah like and i know on facebook giveaways they often like share and mm-hmm. tag somebody in your shared post yeah so we could do something like that but we definitely need to get back on the yeah on the I giveaway what, let's train. make it a let's make it a goal uh before next podcast we'll have the details to of have the rules what we're going to do okay and uh and we're going to give away uh maybe some shirts maybe some bumper stickers um something along those lines so uh looking forward to that and uh i'm glad you remembered because i'd kind of forgotten about we had talked about that one point so anyways uh i did want to get that out there really quick that the the new unscripted uh is yes, we're is, very excited about be, it yeah, i'm especially it, excited for the second episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm sure you are uh, but it, it's 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 fun. It is. It's fun. And, you know, I, I have no doubt there's going to be times that we're going to be stumped. Uh, there's going to be times it's just not, we're not going to be able to think. We might um, have to make a blooper reel yeah. for unscripted <laughs> one time. <laughs> yeah, so when you're watching it, don't think you're always going to see something that comes off really well because it might just be a, a flop. Uh, but uh, it'll be fun and uh and we encourage everybody to watch and to share, like. Uh, the Facebook is, is obviously very effective if you're sharing mm-hmm. um, to, to help us get the word out about Jesus Center Stage uh, and ultimately getting the word out about Jesus. So uh, other than that, uh, you know, we had we had a big weekend because it was my, my grandfather's 85th birthday, and uh, uh, my parents had a big party for him, about, I guess, close to 40 45 people Probably. were there. Uh, we had uh, a lot of good food, a lot of cake, homemade ice cream, uh, played volleyball. 
I kept uh, the score. Yes, you kept. And great. <laughs> You've done great at keeping score. Uh, you're only saying that because your team won twice. <laughs> yeah. And I was able to walk the day after, which was very uh, unexpected. <laughs> um, so that was that was fun. So uh, got to enjoy that time with, with family. You know, a lot of times don't don't get to see family except on special occasions mm-hmm. like that. Everybody is so scattered out, so busy. Uh, but that was that was a fun time in our past week, and uh, got to do that. I completed my last assignment for my first year of college. Done. Done. In the books. Completed. With a 4.0 GPA, and which all, I'm very happy about. Already looking forward to next semester. Yes, uh, yeah. I am. So, Super excited about that. Um, but something we're currently dealing with is um, the gas shortage. Which... Speaking of, you told me to top it off today if I saw somewhere with gas. I saw mm-hmm. one place, and I was already past it. Yeah. I, I saw... And I was, it was, I was up on Brainerd Road, and I was not going to turn around. Yeah. I, I saw one place uh, today that had had gas, and I stopped in. Uh, they only had diesel and the, uh, the highest grade, I think 93 octane, which I never yeah. get. Uh, but I went ahead and topped off uh, just just to be safe to make sure I could you know get back and forth to work and I'm hoping this will this will kind of end by the end of the week or first of next week and we can get back to normal but uh, you know as, as this as this kind of started coming about at the first of the week with the with the gas lines shut down and the hackers and it's I have a theory on it oh well uh, my theory is is that when something like this happens the American people don't need to know right away. Like, just don't tell them until, like, after the problem is solved. Because mm. they create a bigger problem with their panic. They can't handle yeah. it. Like, we are not mature enough to handle that there might be a crisis. Mm-hmm. We're going to make our own just to make sure it happens. Yeah. So, don't tell us. And I know that's like, but everybody will disagree because we have a right to know what's going on. But when you can't handle what's going on. Mm. You almost quoted a movie. You can't handle the truth. That's true. Yeah. I don't know what movie, but that's very true. <laughs> I mean, look at people. They can't handle it. No, and you're you're right. However, there is that not, you know, not to run us off the rails here in conspiracy theories, but maybe that's what they want us to do. Um, well, they're certainly doing a pretty good yeah. job of keeping people in panic with <laughs> one thing after another. Like well, they're on some kind of a streak right now. Yeah. Um what if we talk a little bit today about about these kinds of situations? Like I said, right now we're, I guess you could, hopefully we're in the middle of it, which means we're halfway through, uh, but we're somewhere in the middle anyway of this, um, of the gas shortage. And uh, as you just said, people running out, filling up cans, filling up barrels, everything they can find, they're filling like up. Like huge tanks. Yeah. Like I saw um, a picture of a huge, like a, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, that picture I showed yes. you, how big was that tank? Probably over 50 gallons. I was thinking so, 60. Yeah. But, you know, the thing That's, was huge. By the way, that is over 50. I know that. Okay. I'm just saying, I guessed almost accurately oh, is what okay. I'm saying. Um, it, feeling that, like, I don't understand that. Like, I don't I, I don't mean to be judgmental, but, like, I want to talk to that person. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, I, I seen somebody that did put on Facebook, they said, unless... Uh, you're fixing to go mow grass. Don't be filling up jugs. 
I saw a picture on Facebook. This dude had a sign on the back of it on his back that said, "It's for my lawnmower. I promise." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, uh, I spoke with somebody at work today that said that uh, that he was feeling a little bit ill at some people yesterday uh, that were that were just filling up cans of gas, you know, and putting them in the back of their trucks. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it, it can it can strike some emotions and those kinds of things but people panic and and you know like i said i stopped today and just topped my truck off because i i i feel like i need to be able to get to work every day i don't want to get extra i don't want to take none away from anyone mm-hmm. else and and you know and so but you you kind of have to plan ahead when you don't know that when outcome. you don't know who else is wanting to take it yeah. away from everybody else um but it 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 made me uh, you know, kind of start thinking of, especially this last year, I guess we're getting closer now to about a year and a half since the, you know, w- when the election kind of took place and all those things. Well, it started or, or, before I that. I, well, I, was say, I shouldn't say the election. What I mean is the campaigns. When the yeah. campaign started, then all of a sudden COVID came in. Mm-hmm. And then in um, COVID, uh, it struck a series of events that it seems like, there there's a there's like a catastrophe <laughs> a shortage of something mm-hmm. there there's something that's got everyone in a panic and then when that kind of starts to get better and people's like okay okay maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought or whatever then here comes the next one yeah and uh i just kind of jotted down a list here today of thinking but you know the first one as ridiculous as it sounds was the great toilet paper shortage of 2020 do you know though that through all of that we were never out of toilet paper like we were never even close to out of toilet. (laughs) like i had literally i had to stop my my i had a like a subscription on amazon Mm -hmm. you know to get like the case of toilet paper y'all don't judge and we had that so much cheaper go buy it from amazon we had that way before COVID. oh yeah i had it like on a three-month schedule i got this box of toilet paper delivered to my door it was the greatest thing i actually had to like hold that subscription back a couple of months Mm -hmm. because we had toilet paper and then somebody gave us a big pack of toilet paper for christmas yes (laughs) that happened and um so i have like i I don't even i don't think i've gotten toilet paper since christmas we still got toilet paper yeah so it it wasn't really that big of a shortage but no no but everybody (laughs) panicked and, and why you know i i was kind of being lighthearted there but why was it toilet paper I don't know. I, I hear everybody ask that question. Nobody but, knows. No, but everybody, I mean, it was it was gone. The shelves were I empty. Know. Uh, toilet I guess, paper, paper, I towels, it, whatever. It, had, it stemmed from the whole, the government shut, the government's going to mm-hmm. shut everything down. You're not going to be able to go anywhere. But I'm like. But why, why choose the toilet why, paper? Yeah. Why not get food? Yeah. I mean. Like, why is yeah. toilet paper it's your number like, one priority? And as a shopper, like, I saw that. Like, there mm-hmm. was no toilet paper. There were no paper towels for, like, months mm-hmm. after that. Like, it's just now, probably for the last two months now, where you can walk in the toilet paper, paper towel aisle, and it, the shelves are full. Yeah. Like, they're full. Like, yeah. there's and plenty there. And once again, there. just like we talked about with gas, you've seen people just trying you know fighting to get stores had to put limits on that because they were getting like six and seven i mean who uses that much toilet paper oh yeah people it's not necessary i've seen uh but pictures of people with buggies of toilet paper 
that if you're in a house of four, you would have had enough toilet paper for two years. But why did it take such an importance over everything else as we've know. got to get toilet paper? I don't know. Uh, but then we uh, we went from that, you know, or even when that was still going on, then it, it became hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and of course, Clorox here, wipes. Here, here locally. You still can't get Clorox wipes, by <laughs> the way. No, the shelves are always empty. Uh, yeah, here locally, there was a story of uh, a gentleman or a couple of gentlemen, I think, that went on a... a a mission to buy every um, hand sanitizer they could find and then try to turn around and sell them mm-hmm. for making a lot I of profit. Well, they came under a lot of fire for that. They come under, you know, a lot of criticism and, and somehow, and I don't even know the details, maybe even some legal actions because of the way they went about it. Um, and, of course, they, they ended up, I believe, just giving away all they had just to kind of plead, plead out a little bit. But there was there was that panic over I've got hand sanitizer. So now you went from our toilet paper to the to the hand sanitizer. Then it went. Do you remember when it became beef, mm-hmm. meat in general, but beef but especially? Beef and, yeah. Yeah, and then the the prices went through the roof. And then you go to your local store, wherever you would it be and Walmart, none, food there's line. There's none on the shelf. No, there was none. Everybody was in it. So you know, it was one thing to another to another. Then it went to we're all going to lose our jobs. So then panic started setting in. Mm-hmm. And it was essential workers needed to work, and the other ones couldn't, and, and you know, we're not going to have jobs. And now there's an overabundance of jobs and nobody's yeah. working. Well, that's further down on my list oh, here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, so we had to – that that was panic. That were, uh, and, and I'm kind of getting on through this list because these are things that keep us unsettled mm-hmm. because we don't know the outcomes. We don't know the – but this is just the last – last year last you know year and mm-hmm. a half at the most uh we we can't you, you can't go to doctor's visits it was you know no surgeries no no just ordinary mm-hmm. doctor's visits if you need something you just gotta you know call them or hope you live uh, anyway yeah, hope, you, hope you do it <laughs> then of course the mask mandates i ain't gonna go into that but that's been adding on to the stress um and then now you mentioned a lack of workers now mm-hmm. so if you want to go to Taco Bell or if you want to go to Bojangles, first of all, they may or may not be open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I told you I went to Taco Bell last week at about uh, a quarter to four on a you know on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Closed, no workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and you went to Bojangles the other day. Had to sit for twenty twenty five minutes in the drive through. Uh, lobbies closed, no because workers. Because there's nobody there. Yeah. And everywhere we see, uh, I've seen uh, a paper company had a big sign out now hiring. The grocery stores are begging yeah. for employees. The, all the fast food, all the restaurants are begging. Um, I saw Captain D's has a uh, $100 bonus just mm-hmm. to sign on. Like, they're, they're giving out incentive, yeah. like, please come work. Yeah. We need you to an, come work. That was another one we went to the other day, mm-hmm. and, they, and they told us it'd be a 25-minute wait after we ordered. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we, we didn't wait. We went and found somewhere yeah. else. But, um, you know, it just seems to be one thing after another. And and, and now, um, like you said, if you want to go to a store or if you want to go out to eat or uh, if you want to buy, uh, you know, like just – for instance, our uh, our air conditioner unit went out this week in our house. Uh, the man told me, 
uh, before he came, he said it's according to what it is, but we might not can get parts for it right now because the places that make parts, they have no workers, so they can't make parts. Uh, fortunately, it was it was more a simple um, uh, issue that they was able to fix. It just took a couple of days to mm-hmm. get it instead of a couple of weeks or months. Um, so it's affecting everything. But throughout this uh, throughout this past year, those are just a few of the things. It seems like every time one kind of seems to die, here comes another one, and then there's something worse behind it. Mm-hmm. And and then on top of that, we've we ain't even talked about the actual COVID. And then when it seems to be getting better, then they oh there's a new strain of it, and you got to do this. But is got, there? Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so, anyways, with all that being said. Uh, here we are on Jesus Center stage. It's and, and, and living our lives, doing the things that we do, uh, you know, uh, just day in day out, keeping Jesus Center. But it gets difficult sometimes it does. when you're constantly, and, and and let's just talk about the the gas shortage, and the people that who knows believers, non-believers, you know. But when it comes time that you that fear sets in, that you might not have enough gas to get to the doctor, you might not have enough gas to get to work, you know whatever the case might mm-hmm. be, then do you operate with Jesus at the center of your actions, or do you just throw that away and try to break in line in front of somebody and fill up yeah. a sixty-gallon tank of gas? Yeah. Um. Another thing to add to your list, because I overheard the conversation I was uh, checking out today, and I overheard two store employees talking about um, how that the store was was giving away free uh, vaccines, COVID vaccines. To the employees? What you mean? No, like to anybody who comes, oh. I guess. Hmm. Um, that's the way it sounded like. And because one of them said that her daughter was going to come in, and, you know, and so anyways, the, the conversation was about her telling her daughter, you know, I know you don't think you need it, but I really think you need to get it. And I really think that in a year or two, you're not going to be able to go into a store. You're not going to be able to travel you're not, unless you have a vaccine card. And so I was listening to this conversation and partly because we've talked about this a little bit in the last couple of days, just all this craziness. Mm -hmm. But as I was listening to her, I was thinking, people are so concerned about this stuff, this this temporal stuff. I got to go get the vaccine. I got to wear a mask. I got to get toilet paper. I got to get gas. You know, I've got to survive physically. Yeah. But I'm not going to say none of them, but I'm going to say probably 90% of them have not given a second thought to how they're going to survive spiritually. And that's that's in yeah. in the midst of all of this and eternally. Mm-hmm. Like I got to get the vaccine so I can travel, but I don't want to know about the blood of Jesus. And some people are going to say, "Well, that's cheesy." Well, I'm sorry. Maybe it is cheesy, but it it our focus is so much on the temporary things and we get so caught up in panic and fear of how we're going to survive in these bodies in this fallen world Mm -hmm. and like there's so many different directions you can go where jesus talked about why are you worried about what you're going to eat or drink or what you're going to put on because your heavenly father knows what you have need of i think that's matthew 6 and he talks about how that he sees the sparrow fall 
and how much more does he care about you? How much more is he going to take care of you? So you can go that way, or you can look at um, also in Matthew 6, when Jesus talks about laying up treasures in heaven where nothing can happen to it. You know, you hoard toilet paper, but eventually it's going to end up in a septic tank. You know, eventually. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good illustration. <laughs> I mean. You know, what, what I fought over with somebody and, you know, pushed somebody out of the way, and they was they was two packs left on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to have them both. And I had to get both of them. And then the, the elderly woman behind me, well, she's just out of luck. And then what did mm-hmm. I do with it? I flushed it down the toilet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're after all of these things. And even... I'm just going to go ahead and say this. It's not going to be popular. Even the vaccine, there's so many opinions about it, and I'm not going to say my opinion. But if you get the vaccine so that you don't get the COVID, you're saying, okay, I've got to get this vaccine to protect my temporary body. Mm-hmm. So you may not get the COVID, but you're still going to have aches and pains. You're still going to grow old. And guess what? You're still going to die. It, it's going to happen. So we're we're all panicked and, and fearful and running ourselves ragged and stressing ourselves out, worrying about how we're going to survive the temporary and how we're going to hold on to the temporary. Yeah. I was just, uh, I had a couple of verses here written down, but I, I came, um, or I had a, a, a line of thought kind of came to me about, the getting in line and trying to get as much as we can not worrying about the person behind you not worrying you know if mm-hmm. they're going to make it to work or not i gotta have all i can fit in my car plus you know 20 gallons or i gotta get all the the meat off the you know out from the butcher and i've got to do all these things because I, i'm fearful and i'm mm-hmm. taking in and fear makes people do things that they normally wouldn't fear, do. Fear has a crazy power. Yeah, but um, I was just looking in, in, in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10, and there, uh, this is out of the ESV just because it's the one that pulled up on my phone, but it says, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. It goes on to say, especially to those who are in the household of faith, but it says, let us do good to everyone. And, um, mm-hmm. of course, it, it, the Bible tells us to to love our neighbor and, and to, to be kind to him. In and honor, to, preferring another above yourself. Yeah. So as... It's not cutting in line in the gas station. Exactly. <laughs> as followers of Jesus, um, we, we need to make sure that we don't let the fear uh, override... Our Christ-likeness. Our cri- oh, that's good. Our Christ-likeness. That sounds is that is that a hyphenated word or? I don't think so. Don't think so. I think it's all one word. All one word. Okay. So. Yeah, that's good. Don't let it override our Christ likeness, um, but fear will cause us to do that. Mm-hmm. A fear will make a good good person look really bad. Fear fear will lead into anger. It will lead into selfishness. It will lead mm-hmm. into pride. It will lead into hatred. It will lead into a whole lot of just stuff that's not christ-like yeah it will it will rob us of compassion it will rob us of perspective Mm -hmm. because like i said we'll go we're no longer our perspective is no longer the kingdom the perspective is how can i survive in this world yeah yeah so it 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 messes up a whole bunch of things in in john chapter 16 in the words in red 
Um, in verse 33, Jesus said, These things I have spoken unto you that you... Let me say it again. These things I have spoken to you that in me you might have peace. So there's there's our first little glimpse of Those two where words, we... Where, in me. When fear has taken us into a place of... Uh, unchristlikeness we see <laughs> yeah. another one <laughs> <laughs> we uh we see that that we've we've gotten our eyes off mm-hmm. of, of jesus and that verse goes on to say that in the world you shall you shall have tribulations but be of good cheer i have overcome the world so there's there's those key words in there in me mm-hmm. you might have peace in me and be of good cheer because i have overcome the world not you you yeah. don't have to get all the toilet paper and all the gas it'll be okay mm-hmm. you know if your hope is in jesus and and you're still focused on him yeah. like he owns it all y'all no. y'all you, y'all fighting over gas yeah. and panicking over toilet paper and I've he seen, owns the factories uh, okay I, I've so seen, uh, i've seen hateful mm-hmm. now i'm talking to people that i know attend church mm-hmm. okay i'm not oh, gonna yeah. say i know they're christians i know they attend church mm-hmm. but I've seen some hateful, hateful things said in regards to the vaccine. One side says something hateful to somebody because they didn't get one, mm-hmm. and they're a horrible person, and they're going to go burn in hell because they didn't and get they a vaccine. Yeah, they don't care about the nobody. The other side says because you did go get it, then you're a you know a sheep, and you're just you know blah blah you mean blah a goat. blah. A goat, <laughs> but you're just the, you know the government's herding you in like sheep. Oh, okay, that. Um, and, and that you just follow along. And, and in the in the whole time, these churchgoers, these Christians, these believers, mm-hmm. however you want to, you know, I can't judge nobody's heart, but I can see what's coming out of it. And on both sides of that out argument, of the heart, the mouth speaks. I see, I see hateful things that mm-hmm. that could just, I mean, and I they're, think they're definitely not leading anyone to think, hey, those those Jesus believers. They got something. They got I don't something. Have. Yeah. But I think though, on both sides of those, I think it would be safe to say that fear, absolutely, leads into both of those, both sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. The the people who want you to get the vaccine and are mad because you don't are scared they're going to get COVID, and the people who are mad because you did get the vaccine are scared that the government's going to have too much control. Mm-hmm. So like fear, fear is fueling both sides of that conflict. And if you look at, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say if you look at any part of the world today, f- fear is fueling some part of it. Absolutely. Like the the conflict in Israel, the conflict in our streets, mm-hmm. the shelves being empty. Like regardless of what it is, fear is behind it. Yeah. And controlling it and pushing it. And then one person says, speaks their fearful uh, you know, and it makes somebody else's mind run, and then they get more fearful, and they spread it to somebody else, and it just it takes root and and just goes crazy. Yeah, it's kind of you know you you think of kids sharing you know candy or French fries or chicken Not nuggets anymore. or whatever it is. Yeah, they can't share because <laughs> they get, have to get too close. But <laughs> you you think of that, and and they're laughing, they're having fun, mm-hmm. they're they're you know here you try this one, you try this one, but when it gets down to just the last one. Then all of a sudden, the the friendliness is gone, and it and you know it could turn into crying for mama 
because I want this one. This one's mine. You know, it was all okay. What kids did you hang out with? <laughs> this is me and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was all okay when there was plenty to do. What I'm trying to say, the point I'm trying to get to is people don't have a problem being nice when there's an abundance of, of everything. Does it doesn't threaten their safety or their uh, comfort comfort their yeah. comfort yeah. level but as soon as as there's a threat as soon as you think you ain't going to have enough gas to go do what you want and let's just be honest a, a lot a lot of the people that are out getting gas ain't worried about if they're going to be able to get back and forth to work or not mm-hmm. they won't know if they're going to be able to go ride in the mountains this weekend or mm-hmm. if they're going to be able to go to the lake this weekend so all of a sudden something that you want gets threatened and then as as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, you're not nice no more. Because Because the fear is taking over your Christ likeness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um And and this isn't gonna be the last last thing. Uh, we've been, we've no, been one I think to it's another. a it, it's a constant cycle, I think. And and to keep Jesus center in the real world is something like Christians, we have to make that choice. Mm-hmm. We have to wake up in the morning and make that choice that no matter the craziness, no matter how people's attitudes are on Facebook, I'm not going to get involved. You know, I'm going to keep yeah. my mouth shut. I'm going to pray for them. I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to cut off somebody in the gas station line. I'm not going to be rude in the grocery store, even if I end up without something. Yeah. Because, again, our focus has to be more on, more on the eternal. Mm-hmm. And, and we're so focused on the temporary that we've completely dismissed that this is about the kingdom. Yeah. And what kind of kingdom damage are we doing trying to physically mm-hmm. survive? And, and I just want to, to make sure to clarify, I hope nobody thinks this, that me and you are sitting here talking down about a lot of other people because I'll, I'll be the first to admit that, th- that I can get drawn into that too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, there's no, da- I've, there's I've got to get, you know, this or that, or I've got to act this certain mm-hmm. way, or I've got to make sure I'm at the front of the line. There's times um, there's times that I've had to just quit scrolling Facebook mm-hmm. because I want to get involved. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, if I see one more post about this, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I got to stop before I do something I shouldn't do. Yeah. You know, um, and then, you know, my personal favorite is when, you're standing in line and you're trying to social distance in the grocery store and somebody just comes right and steps right in front of you. And you're like, it's okay, I wasn't in line. That's what, that's what okay. social distancing has done because there's such a big space between you and the person in they front of you. They don't know you're in line. Yeah, they say, oh, I know. okay, look, the line's right here. I'll just get in line. They, it happens <laughs> all the time, y'all, all the time. Um, there was one more thing that I wanted to mention. Um, the... In, in Matthew 25, Jesus tells a story about the ten virgins, mm-hmm. um, the ten young women. Five of them were ready. They had their, their lamps filled up, and they were ready. And five of them didn't care. Yep. And um, I know we're going through a gas shortage right now. This is not what this is about. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I guess I saw that parallel with where everyone is so concerned right now. Is my gas tank full? Do I have enough fuel to make it through mm-hmm. this crisis? Do I have enough fuel? But I, I feel like this has become the theme of the podcast is where our focus is on physical, temporary things versus eternal things versus kingdom things. Mm-hmm. And five of those people 
were not prepared spiritually. It wasn't that they didn't have enough physically to they survive. They had lamps. They had lamps. Yeah. But they didn't have what it took spiritually mm-hmm. to be ready. And they were caught empty. They yeah. weren't caught without toilet paper. They weren't caught without gas. <laughs> they were caught without Jesus. They were caught without being spiritually prepared. And and I think that that is, is the message that we need to remind ourselves of through all of this stuff that can cause panic and it can cause fear. And we can easily, very easily get caught up in that. Yeah. But if we can refocus and say, okay, well, the important thing is the eternal. This is mm-hmm. going to be here today, gone tomorrow. I'm here today. I might be gone tomorrow. This, this is temporary. This is passing. But what matters is eternity eternal that's what the eternity part is what matters where am i going to end up where is my co-worker going to end up where is that person in the grocery store that i'm tempted to be rude to where is that person going to end up if i don't show them christ today yeah and i think that's that's what we have to to remind ourselves to help ourselves not get caught up in that fear and that panic is is to think about Am I, am I focused on being prepared physically for the next crises? Or am I focused on being prepared spiritually where that I have peace, like you read in John, in him? In him. Because he has overcome. Yeah. And, and I, I, I just thought of this verse, but I was just kind of thinking back previous podcasts. It's maybe the most used verse that we've used. And I think it's because it applies to every, no matter what our podcast topic is about, we can go to Matthew 6 and 33 and mm-hmm. seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And these things shall then be added into you. We've been in Matthew chapter 6 a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it keeps coming back to that. Mm-hmm. When, when I'm, when I'm stand, you know, sitting in the line for gas, am, am I seeking the gas above all? I'm going to push and shove and do what I got to to get to it. Or is the gas my second or third or fourth priority? But seeking the kingdom is is first, and mm-hmm. and being that that light, being that that person that's not going to to create a, an offense to be held against me as a representative of Christ. You just you just made me think of the when Jesus talks about being salt and light. Mm-hmm. We're we're put there. We're put on this earth. We're put in those situations. We have those opportunities to be salt and light, mm-hmm. but we're not going to taste like nothing. We're, we're going to be that salt that's lost its flavor if we're focused on me first. I got to get this. I got to I got to survive this. I got to plan ahead. Yeah. I got to, you know, the fear and salt don't mix. No. Like it does it just don't go well. You're not you're not going to be effective. We're not going to be effective in the kingdom mm-hmm. if we're letting fear control us. And and I want to close us on this today too. If you're a believer, if you're listening to this and you're a believer, um have compassion on the other people uh, mm-hmm. just knowing that they're they're being led by fear too and um, they don't have that yeah. they don't have who we have as as we said earlier it doesn't matter if they're believers or non-believers every person that lives is influenced by fear mm-hmm. and 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 a great person somebody's grandmother somebody that you know that typical grandmother that cooks on Sundays and all you know what I'm saying that stereotypical grandmother when put in fear will make decisions that that you know normally wouldn't mm-hmm. and, and as a believer I think we're called to have compassion and 
and to even show love. You'd be surprised that uh, you see somebody that's doing something out of fear, and instead of getting aggravated about them or, or giving them a bad look or, or even a bad word, um, if you if you show them some compassion, show them some love, and, and you know, just yeah. be Christ-like, um, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised at the, that the change you can see in people um, because love overcomes fear. It pushes it right out of the, of the equation. Yeah. So There is no fear in love. Isn't Absolutely. that in First John? Perfect love casts out fear. Yep. There is no fear in love. That's good stuff right there. I think we're going to end on that right there. All right. Uh, hey, we appreciate everybody for listening. And uh, until next week, keep Jesus center stage in your life.